Yo, you're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. And during today's show, we gave out hourly winning words for our 10K a day giveaway. Hopefully you heard them and you entered. Remember to keep listening every day, every hour for your chance to hear the hours winning word. Just remember, you have to enter before 1 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening. Good luck. And you get that cash. You get those bands. You get that Skrilla. You get that. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80 on the ESPN app. You can join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Is the Jets' starting quarterback position Mike White's job to lose in New York? He threw three touchdown passes to lead the Jets past the Bears 31-10. to He's Sparked the Jets' offense to a season-high 466 yards in the rain. 22 of 28. It would be the Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells, except too many yards and touchdowns. 315 yards and three TDs. Robert Sala, Jets head coach, after the game. He did a great job. Um, you know, we he didn't need to be anybody but Mike White. We didn't need to turn into the greatest show on turf. We just needed, uh, we just wanted him to play within himself and play efficient. I thought he did that, especially in the elements. It was, uh, um, like I said, he 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 did he, he he made the easy look easy, and that's uh, uh, I thought he did a really good job with that. Made the easy, easy look, look easy, easy. Uh, as opposed to making it easy look hard. Zach Wilson's making the easy look hard. There you go. Mm. Made the easy. That's a great quote. You know what, great key, quote. Key, when you, when your play hasn't been at an elite level, when you really haven't seen a lot of growth, when you've been plagued by injuries, and then something like the way he answered that question and the way it affected the locker room and hearing Garrett Wilson post game, hearing you know players talk about it, your margin for error is so slim. And there's certain guys that lead NFL teams quarterback-wise that you just feel the team get behind. Like Trey Lance, super talented, right? You just felt the team, the way they're behind Jimmy G is different, right? Carson Wentz, you can talk about what the talent is, but you feel the team get behind Taylor Heineke differently. They like some guys. They like some guys. It's the same for Mike White with the Jets. It just feels like they're behind him. Yeah, it, it, it's funny how that goes, Jay. Everybody always points to the talent. Oh, this guy's really talented. He can throw here and there. But he can't win, and he got all this talent. You know, you hear it all the time. Oh, this guy is this and this and this. But he's not showing up on Sundays. He's not showing that. So the guy that's behind him, people feel more comfortable with. They enjoy playing with him. He's not walking around with a chip on his shoulder, frowning up. He's taking care of business, being a professional. And being a professional quarterback is really what White has been able to do. Mike White's been able to do for the Jets two times so far. The two victories that he's gotten, right? Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl. Dominant team. He took care of them, shredded them. And I know the Chicago Bears are down right now, but it's still an NFL football team. So it doesn't matter what they have on the field. They, they came up. They showed up at MetLife Stadium. They got off the bus. They got dressed. They were in the same rain that Mike White was in. Different teams. But he went out there, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He didn't turn the football over in the rain. He just balled out. And, Key, we talk a lot about tones of certain players. Listen to what Garrett Wilson said post Jets wide receiver. 
we had stalled out on offense, you know, too much to, uh, up to this point. And um, to start the game like that, I don't know. When's the last time we went down and scored a first drive, if y'all know? I don't not know. This not this year. Yeah. So, um, I mean, honestly, it felt that way. You know, once we did it, it felt like something off our chest. And, and um, just to go out there and play and not have the pressure on the defense to go out and get that get that stop like it has been the rest of this season, you know, it was uh, good to go out there and score that opening drive for sure always. Oof. Who's he talking to, Key? Oof. Who's he talking to? I mean, he, he's telling people exactly what it is. Right. First off, they haven't scored in the first possession throughout the entire year. So check mark for Mike White. Then he talks about, yeah, we have to put the defense in a position where the defense has to do everything and we could bail them out. Another check mark for Mike White. I mean, he's telling you exactly how he feels first, about the entire Zach Wilson high, experience. It's your high up first round draft pick at receiver side-eyeing the starter, basically, and saying, oh, I kind of like this backup better. Isn't that what that is, Key, when Garrett Wilson says that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, to a degree. He's just, he's just, he's putting a uh, somewhat of an exclamation point on the way we view the situation. He's basically signing off on it and saying, at the end, this is what we need at the quarterback spot um, without naming names. And the coaches certainly are paying attention to that. Robert Sala's not stupid. You know, the Jets organization and Joe Douglas, they're not stupid. But the problem that you have is Mike White shouldn't lose the job. He should continue to own it, and they should continue to roll with him. You drafted a guy number two overall. Now there's a conversation that has to take place in the front office because it's very difficult for Joe Douglas to draft a guy number two overall, but a guy that you signed off the streets is better than the guy you drafted. Drafted. By the way, that comes on the heels of them drafting a guy three overall and Sam Darnold several years before. So, you know, and, and that didn't work out. Now, Zach Wilson's not working out. And that Robert Sala quote we played for you minutes ago, Mike White made the easy look easy. Remember heading into the draft, Zach Wilson, all oh, he practices the off-platform stuff and all the hard stuff, right? <laughs> but Mike White makes the easy look easy. 888-SAY-ESPN. Is this Mike White's job to lose in New York? Dan Orlowski was on this show, I don't know, about 20 minutes ago, whatever it was, saying there's no way you go back to Zach Wilson right now. Gene in Queens, what do they do? They, good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. So the New York Jets found their answer yesterday in Mike White. Dan Orlovsky absolutely nailed it. You cannot pivot away from Mike White at this point. They've got the defense. They've got multiple weapons on offense. I mean, Moore, to this point, E.J. Moore, had maybe like five catches on the year playing with Zach Wilson. So now opposite of Garrett Wilson, the running game, the defense, if Mike White can just play professional football, like Dan Orlovsky said, this team is going to be a really tough out in the AFC. Yeah. By the way, they don't need Trey Lance. They need Jimmy Garoppolo. They don't need, they don't need uh, uh, Zach Wilson, Key. They need Mike White. They need a guy to read the defense quick, get the ball out quick, and make the easy, easy. Marcus in Texas has an opinion about this. Mike White is just Mike White. Go back to Zach when Zach is able to learn the game of being a quarterback. When Mike White goes and throws six or seven interceptions in two or three games, we'll, everybody will be back on why is he still starting. No, Olaski was wrong. 
Well, when that Mike happens, Keith, Marcus in Texas makes a good point there, but like if he throws a bunch of interceptions. But if that happens, you revisit it, right? But, but that but has not, not happened. But, he, but it's not going to happen, and here's why it's not going to happen. Because they're not a, about to allow Mike White to do what he did yesterday, okay? They're not going to keep the, they're going to keep the numbers down. They're going to do what they do, which is run the football, play defense, and stay under 30 attempts. The reason his numbers is so high is because the catch and run. So you get the yardage from that. They wasn't looking for 400 yards from him. They, they would have been satisfied with 250. If he was 28 or 22, I mean, if 22 or 28 for 250 and two touchdowns, they would have took that all day long and ran to the, right. ran with it. Can they get that next week against Minnesota in the week after against Buffalo? And if that's the case, he ain't losing a job. I promise you. Jay, you think Zach Wilson ever recovers from this? He's not going to have a choice to. No, but I mean, does he recover? Like, some guys, so, they're like, no longer starters in the league after. But, Zach Wilson going to be a starter in the NFL again look, if man, Mike White takes this job? His destiny is in his hands. I firmly believe that, Key. He's a second. Well, I, I think, he's, I hold, think, hold on, hold on. He's a second pick in the draft. Second pick in the draft. They are not going to let Mike White just take the job and run. He is going to get another opportunity. Like, I actually agree with the caller. Like, will Mike White start the next game? Sure. But there will be a moment where Mike White won't look right, and they will go back to Zach Wilson. Now, the question is whether Zach Wilson is ready to take that moment and be that guy moving forward. Like, I think that's, that's the question we have to ask. I think, I think that you're correct. There's going to be a moment. But you say Destiny's in his hands. No, it's not. It's in Mike White's hands. Mike White controls right now. Yeah, he controls Zach Wilson's future, believe it or not. Because if he gets to start again against Minnesota and he goes out there and he plays as well as he did against Chicago, they ain't getting away from him. They're not going to move from him. Then he goes and he plays well against Buffalo. They ain't moving away from him. He's got to have a bad game for them to go, Zach Wilson, you're back in. And, Jay, as you point out, they like Mike White team likes Mike mm-hmm. White, right? Like, that's pretty obvious. Oof, it's a bad spot. Oh, he's not getting And that's what I was afraid of. That's why I kept saying, that's why I kept saying last oh. week, I'm like, yo, this is going to put them in a tough situation because this kid plays well. Everybody's team going to be like, yo. Hey. I mean, walking through the locker room, you know how it is, Jay, in the yeah, locker I room. <laughs> they walking past Zach Wilson. They looking at him. You know, they looking at him out the corner of their eye. They all talking. He walks in. Everybody stopped talking and faking like they putting their clothes up and looking for stuff. Man, you know how that goes. It was like, oh, man, uh, they in here talking like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. He walk in the room. Everybody started talking about, yeah, man, let's go to practice. Let's, You know that. But where the, the cafeteria like, room, afraid he's sitting at the of, table by himself. <laughs> afraid ain't part of my dictionary, man. It's not. It's, it's not. Like, you got you to gotta put in time. So much of this stuff isn't just about how, like, your production on the field it is, but it's also like your relationships with people Even, and how how you're no, seen you know what, in Jay, the locker so, room, yo. So, yo, like, go work, man. Go Jay, play. you're so right sad. about that. In other words, let's say Zach Wilson had an epiphany. He's like, uh oh, I stepped in it. Now I need to take public responsibility. I got to be accountable in the locker room. You don't earn that. You don't earn after a year and a half that back in one day. Max, no. let me over tell you time something. you earn it back. Yes. Let me tell you something about coaches, though, man. Mm-hmm. And Jay would know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Them coaches in that building, you know they like Mike White right now, yeah. right? <laughs> right? They don't give a damn about Zach Wilson. I don't care if they did draft him number two overall. Because guess what Guess what? Mike White is allowing them to do? Keep yeah. their jobs. Keep their jobs. Where Zach Wilson, 
might get them fired. So 100%. That, that whole that coach that used to be talking to Zach Wilson on the sideline, hugging, you know, doing practice, messing around, joking with him, that coach ain't even his friend right now. He over there talking to the other players. That's so, what they do. Guys, it's now 12 past the hour, so we're two yes. minutes heavy on this. At 10 past every hour on this show through the end of the show, December 7th. $10,000. We are giving away. We give you a winning word, and when you hear the winning word, you text it to 777-000-777-000. You're entered for your chance to win $2,500. We're giving away $10,000 a day. We've given away over 100 Gs, and it is that time. The winning word this hour is spark. S P A R K. Text spark. Get that money to seven 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 zero zero zero, and you're entered for your chance to win twenty five hundred dollars. We're going to do it every weekday, every hour, with a new winning word from now until the end of the show. December 7th, we've already given away over $100,000 to over 40 different people. So Mike White was a spark to the Jets offense? Altogether, 2500 yeah. I used to take spark back in the day. Spark, spark. spark. Mark, Mike White sparked the offense. Gee, to take spark back. Keyshawn J. Willemax. You never take spark, J? No, I never had uh, it. Really? Yeah, I used to take it along with Red Bull. Woo. Right before the game. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Easy to bundle your home and car insurance at Progressive.com. He's got the first down. He's at the 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Jalen Hurts. It's the little details. It's, it's everybody. It's myself. It's, it's everybody. That's the Jalen Hurts running show. That's courtesy. That sound courtesy of WIP. Jalen Hurts, y'all. Franchise record for most rushing yards by a Philadelphia Eagles quarterback in a single game. Now, you could say, well, it's the modern game, and that is true, and people run more now. But the Eagles' history, they've had a lot of good running quarterbacks. He had 157 yards on the ground. Most of yeah, it in the had, f- first quarter. Rand- they had Randall Cunningham. Yeah. Donovan McNabb. Yep. Mike Vick. Wentz ran, too, by the way. Not like all those guys, yeah, but he was mobile. That's a little different. Yeah, a little different. Yeah, a little different. Yeah. You're not going to design runs the same way. But they've had some dudes who could run behind, you know, under, you know, f- f- at quarterback for the Eagles – 157 yards on the ground, franchise record. And key, uh, what was it, Jay, 103 in the first 103 quarter? 103 yards in the first quarter. It's, they were talking about it on the broadcast because Justin Three Fields had just set the rushing record for quarterbacks like a couple weeks ago, and Hurts looked like he was going to break it, that he was going to smash it yesterday. Look at, them, look at them QBs up there, man. Lamar Jackson, Kyle Kaepernick, and uh, Michael Vick. Yeah. Them, all them dudes can run. They could all run. That's crazy. Once upon a time, people, <laughs> once upon a time, football people had the orthodoxy was if you can run, you can't play quarterback. <laughs> it hurts you. You can't do two things receiver. because it makes you worse somehow. Yeah, you know how that goes. It yep. change. They'll get back to that. We'll all be dead when they get back to that, you know, here's 70 Jay- years from now. Here's Jalen Hurts at the post-game presser on establishing the tone. Guess the team who can't stop the run, by the way, in the Packers with the run game. You just have to go out there and respond to what they're what they're giving you. You know, you have to be able to see what they're giving you and uh, react to it accordingly and appropriately. You know, and I feel like we were able to do that majority of the time um, today. Um, there were some unique things that they did, you know, and I think we um, tried to overcome them. You know, we did. Now, look, the Cowboys key beat up in the second half on a Giants team that really did, doesn't have a lot of talent and then got hurt, and it was like they just don't have enough. Yeah. So they looked good, especially in the second half of that game. 
The Bucks stumbled, right? Seattle stumbled. The Niners seem to be coming on. Is there anyone close to the Eagles, though? When you think about that offensive line, the defensive line, the run game, the pass game, the receivers, the coaching, is there anyone close to the Eagles in the NFC? I, I would say the Cowboys are. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are. I know it hurts to a core to hear that, but the Dallas Cowboys are a very good football team, and they took care of the Giants the way they were supposed to. It's not their fault that the Giants is undermanned, but they look kind of flawless. They Everything was clean. Um, Second half, yeah. You know, so when I look at that, I say to myself, okay, Dak Prescott looks like a dude that's out there dealing. It, it, when you talk about Seattle, yeah, it took a 90-yard run at the end, whatever, for the Raiders to win. I don't think Seattle's close to them. The 49ers is, is pretty good defensively. They shut out the Saints this week. Um, their offense is not quite as explosive as the Eagles' offense, but they could do some stuff on the defensive side of the ball to Philadelphia. So I would think I would stack it up with those three teams, Eagles, Eagles, you know, Niners, Cowboys, Cowboys Niners, however you want it. Me too, Jay. What, what, what Would you say those are the three teams? And I would put them in order, Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. But, of course, I hate the Cow. I hate the Eagles too, by the way. But, you know, I'm a Giants fan, but I especially hate the Cowboys. So, I, you know, I, I, maybe that's my own bias getting – maybe it should go Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. But I don't know. The Niners always make deep playoff runs when Jimmy G's healthy, so I give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it'll go Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I, I think what we're watching, though, is we're watching the birth of something prolific, right? You talk about last night, they rushed for over 363 yards, second most in franchise history for the Eagles. But then you also talk about the season that Jalen Hurts is having. And just like he's on pace for 4,000 passing yards, 1,000 rushing yards, and 30 TDs. Ooh, and he's a wait. leader on top like, of that. Like, like, he's a leader. Which year, 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 year is this? Second. This is third year. Third, no, I mean, third, third contract but, but wise. Really, but his, contract second, wise, really his second year, second year is a No, I don't care about that. I'm talking about money. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, I'm thinking year, about his money. I'm, it's I'm, crazy, you know, okay. I don't talk about other people's money, but I'm talking about his money right now. Just imagine what they got to do, do. Oh, yeah. this offseason with him. Well, the, the thing, thing is, it's just not that, though, too. It's like there's certain dudes that you look at, like they're playing the field says one thing, but the way he handles everything oh, else. Yeah. Oh, Such God. a professional. Like you ain't going to trap this dude. He ain't going to say something crazy. But like, beyond it's just... that, Jay, he's not only a leader in that way. He, he represents your franchise. Well, he's, a, he's an authentic I was just guy. Max, I was it's just real. about to say he's not calculated. No. Yeah. Like he's it's not real. sitting up there reading yeah. a script that somebody, from, since he was in uh, third grade, telling him this is how you talk to the media, son. No, he's up there. He's just telling you what it is. That's – but I see, like he, you, I think it. I think it. To me, him and Andrew Luck, believe it or not, for are the same in the sense that they drank the Kool Aid since they were kids. It's in them now. They 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 understand it. They bought it, so they don't have to calculate. They can tell you what they're feeling, and it comes out just right because and, they were and, brought up in football, right? Yeah, in, in in the quarterback position, you know, those dudes when they step to the podium, sometimes they just, yeah. especially in the past. You'd be like, man, just be quiet. Because you're sitting up there just lying and being fake. Where this dude right here is not the case. He doesn't sound like he's trying to be anyone but himself. And that who he is is who you want. But back to the money, though. I just want to get back to the money. (laughs) How how much money? And I'm serious about this because Lamar going to get his 250, 260, whatever it's going to be. Deshaun got what he got. He's going to get his 250 guaranteed? He gonna get his money. They gonna have to get his two fifty guarantee. I mean, they're probably just franchise tag him, right? Well, he's still gonna get his money, Jay. If he if they franchise tag him, he's still gonna be 
fifty million dollars to the salary yeah, cap, all that sort of stuff. But when you start to think about it, though, Jalen Hurts has now put himself into the cash cow conversation as Joe Burrow, yep. Justin Herbert. Oh yeah, okay, literally. Okay, he put his in, in, yeah. In Justin Lamar Herbert Jackson. has to show that he can lead a team to the play. I mean, I love Justin Herbert. He's no, show but Justin Herbert, it. it won't be Justin Herbert's fault if they don't make it to the playoffs. I get it. Nevertheless, it's his third year in the league. I'm a and huge Justin Herbert nowhere, fan. Max. You got to go yeah, to the he, playoffs. He's and he ain't, he ain't going, going nowhere, nowhere at all. He's gonna be there as a charge quarterback saying, for the next ten years. In comparison to Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert's gonna get paid. I'm and talking about the money, so man. I ain't Jaylen talking Hurts. about the wins and losses. What am I saying, <laughs> Key? I'm saying if Justin Herbert's going to get paid, and you know how much I love Justin Herbert, then Jalen Hurts is going to get paid. I know. That's what I'm just I'm just thinking. And, and uh, You know me, I have these weird thoughts in my head about how a year ago they, the Philadelphia Eagles and their fan base and people were talking about, ah, well, you know, we think it was C.J. Stroud and this and that, and what about this quarterback and that quarterback? I'm like, I'm like man, come on now. Dude led y'all to the playoffs a year ago in his first year as a full-time starter. Now he has you sitting at the top of the NFC with a 10-1 record, getting ready to probably get home field advantage if they can somehow beat the Cowboys in Texas Stadium and probably take you to the damn Super Bowl if they get home field advantage. His danger, the danger he presents the defense as a runner of the football, right? When they come off the edge and they're too wide, he mm-hmm. can take it to the house on you. But he has dropped some dimes. But you know, but you know why thrown, that is, too, He Max? has thrown some Darts this year. But you know why that is, Jay? Why? Because the game is completely slow. I was just about to say that. Him, right? I was just, Key, literally, I was just about to say. I can see inside your skull. You, so you, I know. you saw the process slow down? It, it's yeah. like watching Max do the reads this morning. At first, it was first day back. <laughs> now he's slowed down. Now it's crystallized. But it's funny, like when you're in real game situations, the fact that he's been able to pick up that quickly, yeah. like, that's. That's beyond incredible, man. So much of that, too. It's, it's, to, it's a credit to him and his football acumen and leadership qualities and all that and talent and all that. And also, we were talking about Justin Fields earlier, to the way they built around him. Great offensive line. Good, excellent defense. Yeah. They got a run Weapons. game. But then they went out and got, you know, oh, they drafted Devontae Smith. No, not enough. We're trading for A.J. Brown. Oh, he has a hard time seeing the middle of the field. We're going to get him a target that's not afraid to go to the middle, who's going to be open, who's going to catch the ball, who's going to be reliable, who's going to be tough. They got him what he needed, and that it's like the perfect success story in terms of how you develop a quarterback. The whole thing makes me sick as a Giants fan. Speaking of the uh, <laughs> things that make me sick as a Giants fan, Cowboys in the NFC East, how much would Odell Beckham Jr. affect the playoff landscape of the NFC? Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Whether it's, you know, Buffalo, whether it was, you know, Green Bay calling the Cowboys, whether reunion with the Giants. Everybody has nothing but great things to say about him. Obviously, I've always been so impressed with his football playing ability. All options lead to the Dallas Cowboys. No doubt is someone that uh, we have all the appreciation in the world for what he is as a competitor. Uh, the Cowboys star on that uh, helmet when he puts it on uh, uh, could look pretty good. It's like music. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Odell Beckham Jr. taken off the airplane, as I just read in Sports Center, after a health concern and initial refusal to. I guess cooperate, according to the. <laughs> I, I, you know, it sounds to me like Odell was knocked out. I've been KO'd on flights, very little sleep, whatever. You're coming from a place, and they got to kind of really put some effort into waking you up because you're, you know, you're sitting on the tarmac for a half an hour, whatever it is. You, tra- you fall asleep, and uh, at any rate, so you know, we're going to see what happens with that, and it's impossible to talk about the Dallas Cowboys right now without images of Jerry Jones among the many white faces trying to intimidate um, black school children from entering a school, right? Like, you just can't get away from that image. Nevertheless, that's not what we are discussing, and we will discuss that, but we're not, like, we're focusing on Odell here. Um, so, that you know, the fact is that's the Dallas Cowboys right now. They're believed to be the front runners to sign Odell. With the New York Giants, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, and San Francisco 49ers also in the mix. I mean, when Odell first tweeted about how he's never seen anything like it, whatever that tweet was, right? He's like, oh, my God, what a clown show type thing. I was thinking, oh, my God, did he just visit a team and it was a terrible situation? Yes, it was the, the airline incident. I, so, can I just read the statement to the NFL Network? Um, so at approximately 9.30 a.m., officers from Miami-Dade Police Department were dispatched to a medical emergency at an American Airlines flight. The flight crew was concerned for a passenger, Mr. Odell Beckham, as they tried to wake him to fasten his seatbelt. He appeared to be coming in and out of consciousness prior to their departure, fearing that Mr. Beckham was seriously ill and that his condition would worsen through the expected five-hour flight. The attendants called for police and fire rescue. Upon the officer's arrival, the flight crew asked Mr. Beckham several times to exit aircraft, which he refused. Mm-hmm. So. Well, as the facts come out, we will determine, Key, what happened. <laughs> to me, it sounds like, without having all the facts, here, here's Odo's tweet, never in my life have I experienced what just happened to me. I've seen it all. Um, I've seen it all, too, and heard it all, man. It it's, sounds it's, like he was just knocked out and had a hard time waking up, and usually what happens is the attendant tells you to put on your seatbelt, hey, you got to do it, and then eventually you kind of shake yourself, too, put on the seatbelt and fall back asleep, but apparently that didn't happen here. Well, I mean, when when you think about it, in and out of consciousness, he he's sitting there. You know, woke him up. 
He probably dozing back off, right. probably getting ready, and then they're saying, well, we want to get you off this flight. He's like, there's nothing wrong with me for me to get off the flight. That's why it – you know how it is, man. Sometimes I like flight attendants. I like people that, that take care of us when we flying and all those sort of things. But you get a lot of people sometimes, man, they just over the top with it. They just – it's just something about it. They have the authority at that particular moment, and they like to flex their muscles. Now – and it's a hard job, and they've just had it sometimes, yeah, no, right? I, yeah. I get it, but it was a medical situation, and I'm sure he told them I'm fine. I mean, he walked off the plane. They didn't have him on a, a gurney or nothing like that. And then I had mean, the I, sense to tweet about it coherently as soon as it happened, right? Yeah, it's just... It's, it's, listen, we don't have all the facts, guys. We're speculating, but it sounds I'm, that I'm, way to me, yeah, and it I'm sounds that way to you, Keith. Yeah. I'm doing just like everybody else, too, Jay. I'm speculating. So here, here are some of the facts. Number one, he boarded the plane, and everything was fine. Right. Okay. The the plane got delayed, and he was there with the blanket over his head. So, you know, to me, and I've had flight attendants that seriously would say to me, like, "Sir, your 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 seat is an inch back, please. Like, we need you to be fully and upright." Broken and broken you like, up for it. All right. Like, I'm like an inch and a half back. So, <laughs> like, my thing is like, this is going to be blown up. It's a big story because it's Odell Beckham Jr. Yes. But look. We've all been in somewhat of these issues before or situations. The fact that he was escorted off the plane by policemen, and you see video of him walking off the plane, not causing a stir, just walking with his bags like a normal human being, like a normal person. I think it's just blown out of proportion. I think it's wild. Yeah. Yeah, I think think this whole uh, coverage is wild. You can find passive passive (laughs) aggressive and hostile people wherever you look. Like I remember a flight attendant once getting on, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Like, you know, she was very much, she was kind of trying to deny everybody everything, right? Someone wanted to put their bag up. The flight was kind of full. They, there was room over here. She was like, you don't have to. I said, it's okay. I'll move my stuff so they can get the, And she tells me, you don't have to do that. Like, really trying to thwart what the, so the person would have to check their bags. Someone asked them, you know, like, uh, what do you have, um, what, what kind of, like, they were asking what she wanted to drink. She said, we have something like uh, Coca-Cola products, as though the person would know every. Thing. Like, so you get all kinds of personalities that are trying to be helpful or not helpful in all kinds of industries, including the airline industry. And this sounds to me pure speculation. Like, this probably could have been handled a lot better and it didn't have to become a whole thing. But it's, yeah, my, it, it's purely it's my speculation. Thing, it, it's a whole thing because it's OBJ, like Jay said. It's going to be on the front of the post and the back of the post and daily news and all the Internet sites. And I can only imagine – what they're saying on the social media stuff that Jay reads all the time, you know. Hey, meantime, are the Cowboys the best landing spot for Odell? Key, I know where you stand on this. You made yes. a lot of sense even in terms of Louisiana and L.A. and how easy it is to get to both places and the kind of role he'd have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Jay, are they the best landing spot for Odell, do you think? I mean, look, a team with Super Bowl aspirations, with a quarterback like Dak, with the help that they need from the wide receiver position, he is the star in the helmet, man. Like, he is the star on the helmet. So, for me, looking at his potential, I'm not saying that Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be the saving, you know, entity, but having him as a weapon on the field combined with the way they run the ball, combined with what their defense looks like, I don't know why you wouldn't want to take yeah, that opportunity. Key, key, uh, spot, all the X's and O's and football stuff of it aside, what Jay just said to me is that that's the topper, right? Like, in addition to everything else, why it makes sense that you've outlined on this show many times, he's the star on the helmet. It's like they're made for each other. Yeah, and it just it's a perfect situation. They need a guy like this, 
handful of games down the stretch run. It's like getting a closer, Max, in baseball. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the trade deadline comes. What are we looking Oh, we're looking for Justin Verlander. Are we looking to go get a guy, right? And, and this is the situation where he's a guy that can certainly help them because Michael Gallup and, and CeeDee Lamb, yeah, they're good receivers, but there's something about him, if he's OBJ from what the Rams had, that just kicks it over the top. Everybody loves him in the National Football League. So that fitting in the locker room is not a problem. I mean, he's one of the beloved players in the NFL by many players. So you know that's going to work out. Dak Prescott wants him, so that's a plus. Jerry Jones wants him, that's a plus. All he has to do is make sure that he's healthy when the time comes. And the Dallas Cowboys got probably the – there's no probably to it. They got the best medical staff in the National Football League and probably in all the professional sports, to be honest with you. Um, So they all know when he's ready to go and he steps on that field, just give him a little bit. All he needs is a little taste. Yeah, the, the whole, it's so Doesn't funny a whole lot. how the narrative has flipped on its head. It looked bad for Odell early in his career, and he was young and obviously less mature than he is now. But the main thing is, if you talk to people around Odell, teammates, etc., people always loved him. Because he cared so much, right? He was, he was a guy who really cared. But the way it was, you know, early on perceived was he's one of these, you know, prima donna receivers and da-da-da-da. Boy, that is completely flipped. He's like he went from a guy who people rooted against a lot because of the kind of reporting about him to people, to someone who it seems like everyone's rooting for. But see, I, I would say only people was rooting against him was maybe the fans and some, fans. some, some, some journalists. Other right. than that... Players in the National Football League. No, players Football always, yeah, they teammates always really they, like them. They rock with him. Yep. That's the only thing. Everybody rocks with OBJ. You see what happened to Cleveland when it fell up. When he left, it completely fell apart. And Baker Mayfield will be looking for another job again. I always where, noticed that talking to his teammates, Key. Like, to, to, if you talk to people who played with him, they really liked him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that usually is the way it goes anyway. People, you know, you get a bad rap because you may have said something or, or you don't conform the way people think you should. Uh, you know, you kick a net or you write a book or whatever the case may be. People think <laughs> that that's the way you are, and it's it's not like that. It really isn't. What did you say, Jay? A, after Saturday's win over Notre Dame, guys, <laughs> this is what we have to ask. And I, I noticed what Key is wearing today. What is sweatshirt. USC sweatshirt. Yeah, I'm a front runner. Can, can we say is USC back? Can we say that? Can we ask that first? Absolutely. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Williams takes it into the end zone. Touchdown. Caleb Williams, a 16-yard touchdown run. That is his third touchdown run of the game. And that's going to seal it here in Los Angeles as he waves bye-bye to Notre Dame and might have just iced himself a Heisman Trophy. Got to beat Notre Dame, got to beat UCLA, right? (laughs) Caleb Williams-Heisman moment was the mayhem moment of the week. Mayhem moment is brought to you by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. You don't understand how that feels, Jay. What? Being in, in, you know, that stadium. Oh, man, it was just, just felt good. It it looked good out there. And, you know, 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 I was talking that it to the Notre Dame fans, you know. I mean, Walking when, you're, when, you're, stadium. when your quarterback is out there looking like a baby Patrick Mahomes dancing around, you know, it, it makes the game look different for y'all. Man. Baby Patrick Mahomes, huh? I mean, that's what people. Were saying. I agree. That's what I'm, people I'm, were saying I'm, online. I'm, you know? I agree. It's what it looked like. Stuff. Like I'm There's not saying no it's going to pan it. out to be. Yes, Mahomes, you said but. baby, but yes, it's okay to use examples, heightened examples, to make your point in terms of similarities with players. Right? It's okay. I can't but, believe we're going to win another Heisman. I'm so tired of us Shut winning up. Heisman's. Jay, How are you, you know? feeling about your Trojans, Key? Shut up, Key. You make me so <laughs> sick. Just because I was at the Ohio State game and we lost and C.J. Stroud did not play well. Oh, because we refused to come out of man-to-man coverage or cover one. Uh, we just played that way the whole time. And J.J. McCarthy just lit our asses up. I forgot that was one tore of your teams. Tore us up. I forgot that was one no, of No, that's where my parents, that's my football school, college-wise. Right. Football, bro. Do you college talk about any other college football-wise? Is Ohio State. Are you talking about any other college football-wise that I rep? Or I talk about. Thank no. you. Okay. You don't rep Duke football. No. Uh, <laughs> no you Max, don't. you asked me, are we back? Yeah. Are you back? His fat meat greasy. USC. Look at him. What's up? His fat meat greasy. <laughs> you, key, key, key has got the, this. Hey, fill in the blank, Max. Does a bear yes. blank? <laughs> yes, he does. He certainly yes, does. So I, I, think we, I think we are back to where we – it felt good again. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see Brian Cushing or – or a linebacker that played at SC, bring the team out the tunnel. When you run into Anthony Davis and and a host of other ex-USC Trojans at the football game, on the sidelines, in the box, like, you just – it feels different. Like, it's not the same team. It's not the same coaching staff. It's just a different – it's totally a different feel. We walking around now beating our chest. Like, I can walk through the airport with my chest out, smiling opposed to – before, I wouldn't even put the sweatshirt on because I didn't want to, you know, it was embarrassing. Well, and, and you got it on USC. today. You got oh, yeah. it on today. No, I'm a front runner for sure, 100%. Reese Davis, yeah, host of ESPN College Game Day, of course, is with us now. He's brought to you by Eckridge Smoked Sausage. Find them in the refrigerated meat aisle at your favorite grocery store to create one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. Reese, Caleb Williams going to win the Heisman? I think he is. Um Prior to Saturday night, uh, had I voted at that time, I would have leaned to Max Duggan uh, with Caleb second, but Caleb probably overtook him. 
Um, and I'm not sure that maybe he wasn't in first place beforehand. And, you know, that was, you know, my, my old late great friend, Bino Cook, used to say that you win the Heisman by playing for Notre Dame or against Notre Dame. And, uh, great, great you know, Bino. Was, I mean, he was just so spectacular. He has been all year. He's been great all year because their defense is not very good. And he's, he's bailed them out time after time. So, you know, I think, I think he's going to, I can't, it's hard to envision a scenario because this is a pretty anticlimactic championship weekend, and it's sort of hard to envision a scenario in which someone would do something that would allow them to overtake him. Reese, when when uh, do you guys have to turn in your vote? Like, when did they? You guys have to turn them in. It's uh, it's after the final game has been played. Key. I'm not sure about the whether the deadline is Monday or or sometimes Sunday, but it's after all the games have been played. You know, that's always a source of controversy among some, the people who turn it in too early. I always wait until, you know, the final game has been played uh, before, final, I, final, before I turn mine in. Final regular season game. Well, final, and, and next week too, after, after championship week. So, oh, yeah. it, I mean, all of those, all of those come into consider, go under consideration too. Got, got it, got it. I, yeah, because they got they they'll play uh, Utah in Las Vegas next Friday, which will be mm-hmm. an interesting one because we lost to Utah, Utah earlier in the year on a two point conversion at the end of the game. Is there any scenario that was, though that you that, see? That was a great game. That was a great game, by the way. And it, in fact, something you know I think fall on the cutting room floor last Saturday. Uh, David Pollock had done an unbelievable tape. Uh, my researcher, Marissa Dowling, and I had worked tirelessly to put together this entire thing, lead to lead to sound to show just how USC gets cut up by tight ends with Michael Mayer coming in. I mean, uh, Dalton Kincaid of Utah had 16 catches against uh, USC the last time, and it wasn't really an aberration. They've, they've, gotten, you know, they've gotten eviscerated by tight ends, so it'll really be interesting to see uh, because Mayer did some work against them the other night and, you know, probably a little bit better quarterback situation for Utah than Notre Dame has. So it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, make some adjustments and slow him down a little bit. Reese Davis, host of ESPN College Game Day, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. RD, I'm going to be honest with you. I was at the Ohio State game. It was embarrassing. I'm hoping for everybody to lose this weekend. I'm, I want Georgia to lose against LSU. I want Michigan to lose definitely against Purdue. I mean, Key, I'm sorry I even want USC to lose. Hey, give me a scenario on how Ohio State gets to the CFP. Um, in my judgment, Jay Will, the only way it can happen is USC losing. The other three don't matter, in my judgment. Mm-hmm. I think the other three, the other three should be in regardless. And that includes TCU. Because TCU, uh, their resume stacks up. I, you know, I see people and, you know, I, I try not to really engage a whole lot on Twitter, but somebody said, you know, if they lose, they should be out. And my response was, oh, really? Well, their strength of schedule is better than Michigan's. It's 12 spots better than Georgia's. It's, it's like, it is one spot behind Ohio State's, but it's basically the same. It's 20-something spots better than USC's. And, you know, among the undefeated teams, TCU has the, has the best strength of schedule. TCU should be in. Absent, absent a beatdown. Now, I'm, this is my, just my personal thing. When you get destroyed, you know, if you, if you lose by four, let's say like Tennessee did against South Carolina, you get beaten like that, I have a hard time 
you know, saying that you're a playoff team if you're, you know, if you didn't earn your way in conference champion, something like that. The great but if they Davis. lose, they should be in. Same with Michigan. Same with Georgia. So, I, in my judgment, three spots are closed, and we're only waiting to see if USC wins. If USC well, we wins, are going to win, Reese. That's it. Okay. Well, if you don't, I mean, if lightning strikes and Cam Rising goes for two and he gets it again, then <laughs> I will. Right, we're, we're up against that race. Thanks, your mouth, Reese. Reese. Go back in a like matter that. of moments. Get in that way. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.